motivated? Get educated. Get growing your property empire with the How To Property Podcast with your host, Ryan Luke. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. This week, I am super stoked. I have Mark from Nashville, Tennessee. So a new a new beginning for the podcast. Um, you know, my network has grown so much over the last six months. And, you know, they do say that your net worth is your network. Now, I'm a firm believer in that. And this is why I've kind of branched out and started hanging around with these worldwide celebrities and, uh, you know, successful business owners. And it's, it's you know, me and Mark are in the same network. And it's so empowering to and get inspired what they're doing and, you know, pick up tips and have conversations like this. Um, so Mark, um, firstly, Mark is a um, seven-figure business owner, massive on mindset and marketing. He niches in the um, fitness space, but uh, there's so many things we're going to talk about today which can help any business of any sort scale and get to where you want to be. So Mark, how are you, my friend? Uh, Brian, I am so excited to be on this. Um, I love being on these things and uh, just networking with like-minded people who are ready to grow. So I'm ready to uh, to jam it out here. This is going to be really fun. Cool, cool. So I guess um, let's start at the beginning. Eh? It's always a good place to start. Um, yeah. Where did um, what's where did you start? What were your struggles? How did you push through them? Um, you know, let, let's just have a bit of background on that and we can kind of go from there, I think. Yeah, I'm here in the States and, you know, uh, did the traditional go to college route. Uh, I guess you guys call it university and, um, you know, I uh, kind of f- had to figure it out as I, my parents are from the Philippines and so I'm a first generation. And so I kind of had to figure it out on my own on the, on my way to, you know, entrepreneurship and running my own business. My parents were not like that. Uh, they are, they've always kind of been against that. And same with my brother and sister, they haven't figured out how to create freedom and impact and wealth for themselves. And so, um, along the way, it was just like trying to fight tooth and nail on how to, where, what the niche should be, what should I be doing? Um, did some digital marketing for, as a freelancer and for an agency for quite a while and worked in like copywriting. I did all kinds of branding, um, you know, uh, messaging, all those kinds of things, big campaigns to make sure all the branding was on point. And then uh, through a hobby, I just kind of entered into the fitness space. And then uh, lo and behold, my marketing and fitness kind of became uh, one thing and uh, opened up a gym here in Nashville, Tennessee, and um, went with that for like four or five years. And um, over time, just kind of got burnt out with the whole managing of the gym. And instead of creating more, um, you know, the, there's so much overhead, there's the rent, there's like the, the employees and everything. So I transitioned to more online fitness. And that's where I kind of learned how to really make some really big profits through that. And so now I've just taken my system and have given it to, um, to, to other fitness coaches who need help, especially with the marketing and sales. I firmly believe that uh, uh, my specialty is really working with people who generally know how to coach. I'm not going to teach them how to coach their clients. I'm just going to teach them how to generate more clients. And that's what it's all about right here. That's usually the the struggle with uh, with people in our space right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, money follows attention, right? So 100%. you get some attention and typically the money tends to follow. And uh, what were, exactly. 
what were your mindset struggles at the beginning? Obviously, going, you know, did you hit some speed bumps along the way and have to push through? And oh, hundred percent, man. Um, <clears throat> it really was a little bit of the you know imposter syndrome. You know, I think we all like we know a lot of things and we have a lot of knowledge in our head, but once we decide to really apply it to 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 give it to others, we're like wait a minute, do I really know everything? You start to question yourself. You start to wonder if you actually are an expert in this space and you just have to put your foot down and believe. Um, after we uh, had sold our gym, we thought about, um, you know, I had been doing some more agency work, meaning like I was making videos for clients all locally and found that I was um, very limited in the amount I could make. I had packages where I would... Um, make the videos, write the copy for them, and then run their Facebook ads. Big, long package. Took a lot of work, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was like a good $10,000 package. But I found that I was able to do like two or three, maybe in a month. So that really limited me to what twenty or $30,000 in a month. And so I had to figure out a way to really kind of scale this. And um, it just made a lot of sense to really just extract the knowledge, jump into the coaching space, help empower these entrepreneurs, have them be in charge of their own business, give them marketing and skills knowledge. And then it really helped to just give me a good launch. Uh, we transitioned from that agency consulting one-on-one -on -one space to the one-to-many. And now we're coaching uh, a dozen clients, you know, and we're able to handle them through a, a, a big process. And it's really just empowering them to do a lot more. And we had a really good launch in December. So uh, really excited about this. And um, there are there were a lot of hurdles. But at the same time, you know, it's really about just powering through um, and just kind of uh, finding some people around you to kind of guide you in the right direction. That's what really helped me a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big, um, I'm a big believer on team and surrounding yourself with good people. And um, I think... As entrepreneurs, we obviously start by ourselves. It's all our own ideas, and we kind of go from there. And then we have to um, make that decision of giving up a bit of control. And I think that's always a big issue for most. They're like, "But I, I need to do it all. You know, I'm the yeah. best at doing it all." And um, did you did you have that as well? Did you struggle with the releasing some of the control? Oh, 100 percent. I was I was a big like, oh, the, the plan's always up here, you know, and like which is uh, which is not a good place. You never should keep everything in your brain. You should always be documenting. And this is one of the things that our network has kind of given me is like the ability to uh, create standard operating procedures yeah. to, to gain trust in your employees. And when I was running the gym here in town, it was very much kind of the same. You know, I really didn't empower them to to learn more. And that, those are some of the mistakes that I'm hell bent on fixing this time around and whenever I have this new business. And so I think that, I think a lot of your past mistakes as well will help you to like, if, especially if you can identify them to, 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 to not be that person anymore. So I'm, I, I know I'm just learning from my mistakes here and I just hired a VA uh, last week. And so it's off to a really good start. And I think that, uh, you know, having a team is just, the the first step to scaling the business which is great yeah yeah and and we come on there you know standard operating procedures so um mm -hmm. for the listeners who might not fully understand that it is literally documenting everything you do in your business so i tend to do it in a way where so i use a google doc and then i'll do, i'll shoot a loom video and then i will like kind of go step one is x and here's a video of how to do it and then you do this and then there's a video of how to do it 
the idea of this is when you scale your business and when you employ more people, rather than you sitting down for two days in your diary saying, I'm going to train this person, it is like, there's the SOP. And if you ever need to refer back to it, it's also there as well. And it's something that I think I, I wish I'd done from day one. Um, oh, you know, I, I, um, your business will be so much better and so much more efficient and probably further ahead had you done it. But I guess you don't know what you don't know at the time and you, and you kind of just figure it out the, the best way possible. But That's exactly right. I'm currently setting up some new properties in Dubai at the minute. And the team that I'm working with over there, I'm constantly like, I need you to be putting in a document how we do this. I need you to be putting in a document. And, and they're like, yeah, I'll get around to that. And I'm like, no, no, this is like no. so important, you know, because we want to go from like two to we want to do 25 properties there this year. Like we're going to move quick here and we're going to need other people around us. And we're going to need to, you know, not be bogged down with all this admin stuff. So um, yeah. it's really important that you you get these operational efficiencies. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah, the biggest thing for me is creating, I think if you give your employees the why behind it, you know, where is, what is this end goal? Where is, how do we know when this is done? You know, like, like it's more than just like the step-by-step and that's, what's really helped me um, be able to explain it even more. And going back to just creating like loom videos, I thought I could just kind of get by with a few loom videos and use the free account, but now I've upgraded (laughs) to like the, the big loom account where I'm like, Oh, there's just so many of these. And uh, it's, yeah, it's only like it's, it's only I'm the same with like uh, you know Zapier and yeah. um, you know all these. There's so many powerful online systems that can like automate your business without having to employ yeah. people. Really, you know, like Zapier saves I don't know 50, 60 hours a week in my business oh, easily. Yeah, you know, which is, is that's a job role for someone. So okay. yeah, it might cost me eighty five dollars or whatever it is, whatever account I'm on yeah. right now. But that's better than like. A two thousand dollar in your terms, fifteen hundred pound a month salary in the UK, 100%. you know. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but then there are positions within a business that can't be automated with the software. That's and exactly that's when right. you need these SOPs and your staff bought in. And um, you know, we use Asana for task management. I use Slack as a communication channel. I Same. hate email. Hate Same. email. I just Same. like uh, my email inbox now is so small on a daily basis because I've just like. I just, I just don't use it. You know, I check yeah. into it once, maybe twice a day and uh, that's it. You know, so many yeah. people get sucked into email and they spend hours yeah. in there replying backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And it just takes your day up. And before you know it, it's yeah. like, oh, there's another day gone that I've done nothing apart from yeah. being in my inbox. Yeah, um, exactly. I feel like my email box is just a bunch of receipts right now yeah. at this point. And uh, I think that email has become a little bit more too impersonal. You know, I think there was a there was a lot of, um, you know, back and forth with the with with big businesses, you know, especially just sending emails back and forth. And like over time, it just kind of um, the, the the connection really starts to starts to yeah. get really low. It was, on like that. An, it was like it was like sending an official letter, wasn't it, at the start? Mm-hmm. And like Exactly. Right. Right. And then now <laughs> it's like just all sorts of in there that just takes. Yeah. The problem with email is and I and I, I kind of have this in my morning secrets program is um, don't check into your email until like probably 11 a.m. Or, or, or even later because let's say for example if you start an email at 6 a.m. when you first get up well then you're going to get another reply at 20 past six you're going to then go right. into this and you, you're going to get this conversation all day whereas if you just start the email chain at like 11 12 o'clock you've only right. got a few hours of conversation so for starters it reduces that 
But what happens with your inbox as well is you go in and then you see a catchy little headline, a little subject, and you're like, oh, what's that? And then <laughs> all of a sudden, it's like, it's like your notifications on Facebook. You know, you, oh, yeah. you, you go on and then all of a sudden you're like, two hours has gone by and you're like, you know, <laughs> <I did> nothing. <laughs> it, is, uh, it, is, it is a huge distraction for me. And yeah, like I, I try to like block myself. And that's one of the things that I outsource right away. It's just like, hey, someone, can you manage my email box and let me know if there's anything really important? Because otherwise then I don't, I don't really need to be tied into that messenger, texting, you know, all, there's a lot of different ways to really connect with your current customer right now. And I think, yeah. yeah, the more personal touch, I think people got so tired of like the impersonal touch that they are now looking to like, even when they say, see Facebook ads, they want to talk to a person, you know, they're, the people want to, people are ready to buy, but they don't want to be sold. You know what I mean? So they really want to have that connection with somebody. Same thing in, in like the real estate market, we have a phenomenal uh, uh, property man, property person here in the States, because we have such a good connection, you know, like if I were to buy any house from one person, it would be the same person every time because it's a relationship. Is she the best? I don't know, but she is in my mind, you know? And so it's really about the connection that you have and the personality, you know? So if you think that you're having, you're hiding behind, you know, this wall of like corporate, um, you know, like then, it's going to be, there's going to be some resistance there with the end user. So it's really about someone getting to know, like, and trust you. And um, there's no better way to, to generate clients than to uh, get someone to to know, like, and trust you. Yeah. I, um, it's, it's funny we talk about this because I noticed that my, so my business Facebook page just wasn't getting anywhere near the attention in my profile. Yeah. I changed my business logo. I kept the logo and I just got me photoshopped on the front of the logo as a person. And yep. all of a sudden the engagement went up because people yep. then can see behind the logo and they can see the person. And I think 20 years ago it was about the corporate image and the logo and the smart suits and all that sort of stuff. Now it's like, well, it's the hoodies and the person and just the, the sort of, you know, who am I dealing with, you know? And, and let's yeah. just, that's more important than the corporate image or, you know, and that's why, you know, in nowadays, anybody will buy anything from someone as long as they believe in the person, right? You know, that's all you exactly got to do right. is think of how many sponsored ads you've been hooked into. And then oh, all of a sudden you're, you're, in, you're in their world for the next however yeah. long. And, and then you're like, Jesus, yeah. I wish, I feel like I've known this guy forever and I need to, I need to, I need to do something with him. And, and that's what mark, good marketing is about is, is connecting with, your audience and i think that's what so many people miss still when they're starting their businesses up um they try these formal ads there's no personalization mm-hmm. in it they talk yep. too much about like what like the great offer rather than the sort of emotional connection exactly and, right um i think when you can switch that whatever space you're in um and start yeah. talking about solving problems then right. your marketing gets much better results. Yeah, and hundred percent. Like you, you said, man, it's solving problems, and to take that a step further, solving problems on where they're at right now. You know, like like anybody could be, uh, like if for instance, losing weight. Let's say someone is losing weight. And this is all about messaging, right? If someone needed to lose twenty five pounds, well, what's their experience? Have they tried gyms? Have they tried this? Have they tried that? If so then the message needs to be like, hey, I know you've tried this, this, and this. Here's the new solution, right? Instead of like, hey, let's just lose 25 pounds, right? That's very yeah. general, speaking to everybody. Instead, you're now allaying to their fears of saying, hey, you know, like I know like these things have not worked in the past, 
But and now you now they're like, oh yeah, 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 that's me. I've tried a lot of things in the past and they haven't worked. So now I need to find something different, right? I've tried keto, I've tried eating different. And so those are that's where messaging comes down to is you really, really have to enter the mind of someone you really want to work with. And and not just like handshakes. I'm talking like big hugs. Like you really have to get in with them. You have to basically be their roommate for a whole week and just understand where they're at in life. And so I think that's really important. Yeah. Great. All right. So what would be for the audience, what would be your top tips on how you would find that specific information to talk to that client through your messages? Oh, there's some, there's some good ones. Um, So if (laughs) Go to some of the books that you like to read um, and uh, or that your audience would read. So think about some of the books they would read, right? Then once you identify, you know, who you want to work with, let's say it's a property um, or people who want to buy houses, where do they want to buy houses, right? What size house do they want? Okay. Then you can kind of go into a little bit of like the psychographics. What books would they read? One tactic I've used is if you go to like Amazon or whatever uh, book publishing place, go to the uh, go to the review section and then go to the three star reviews of that book. The five stars are all going to be great. The one yeah. stars are going to be much bunch of BS, but the three stars are going to be like it's good, but I wish it had this right. And so you, that will be like the true fear that or true. Uh, hurdle that they really want to jump over. So that's a really good one. I think uh, going into Facebook groups is really good going into like one of the uh, industries that my, um, I I work in the fitness industry. And so one of the niches that uh, one of my clients works with is women in their forties, right. uh, That are stay at home moms. There's not really many like stay at home fitness groups for moms. Right. So I had them go into skincare selling groups, right? Because they are typically like they sell, like they're part of the MLMs and like, that's totally cool, but that's typically where they live. And you know that they're ready for opportunity. You know that they're just stay at home moms, you know that what their, what their goals and objectives are. So it's almost like, what are the other things that they do besides what you want them to do? So it's really kind of going on the outside of that, which is great. Do you go into the, I know what I do, but do you, do you go into those groups and ask questions or do you just use the little search bar and go searching for a few keywords? Um, I like to just be, I try to establish myself as an authority there. Um, and really it's maybe like one post every like two weeks, maybe, but in the comments, that's where I really like to just be helpful, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that usually means just like posting a video of myself, answering their questions, um, really trying to get them, you can go to the next level, you know, like a question, typing it out, typing the answer is great. But, you know, I think, uh, the personal touch is a, a good video, you know, even if you're just on, like on a walk or, you know, doing running some errands, uh, I think people really appreciate that nice touch and really want to hear it from the source. Yeah. I think everything's definitely going more towards video. Um, mm-hmm. I think the picture and the text word still has its place. But, you know, you've just got to look at how much uh, credibility Facebook algorithms give live videos. You know, they they Mm -hmm. see the spot, you know, how big YouTube's growing. I mean, you don't go to Google anymore to search. It's like YouTube, how to, you know, it's it's everything. (laughs) It's just YouTube, isn't it? Exactly, uh, exactly. It's crazy how the world is going. Um, Do you have a favorite platform? Yeah, I'm, I'm 
I'm bigger on Facebook right now. That just happens to be the most flexible. They have the ability for groups. I know you can do like group chats and all that in, in Instagram, but you know, the ability to have groups on Facebook is, is big to really nurture your audience, especially when we talked about that email is um, losing its luster. I'm not, it's, it's definitely not dead by any means, but I would say that, you know, in order to nurture your audience, really warm them up, give them really good content. Uh, Facebook groups are, um, right now, the far and away, the best uh, platform to really nurture your audience, get them really warm and turn them from, um, lukewarm to, to, to hot clients, you know, and that's where, that's where you really, really want to deliver a lot of the information. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, um, one thing that people probably don't, if you're just getting into marketing or you're just getting into business, mm-hmm. you've got to put so much like value content out there before you get a bite. You know, right. so I think gone are the days of uh, paid ads, maybe slightly different, but even with paid ads, sometimes they come into mm-hmm. your funnels and they don't necessarily take action as the retargeting that gets them yep. back in. But right. um, gone are the days of, you know, newspaper adverts, boom, pick the phone up, right? Okay. And you've got a lead from your advertising spend. Now right. it is for me anyway, I've experienced the nurture phase could be six months, nine months. We even had someone who I contacted a year and a half ago the other week, uh, or sorry, the other month, just before Christmas, reach out from one of my automated emails being like, hey, I've got a couple of properties now ready for you. Like a year and a half down the line from when we first met. Um, So I feel like that's definitely getting longer. It might just be my space. I don't know. how. how, Do do you feel the same or? Yeah, I think that uh, if I were to give someone some advice today, it would be start today and really just, attack or put out content on your core values. Even if you don't know what your product could be, where you're putting out your core values, what you believe in, what you do day to day. I think that is a great way to um, build a lot of trust and a lot of like and connection with potential clients. Right. Um, You know, I had, before I had jumped into the online fitness space with coaching my coaches, um, they uh, like, I hadn't really, figured out what that offer was going to be it, but I had already been putting out a lot of content on Mm. what, how I can help, you know, what my goals were, what my, what my core values were spending time with family. And so once they connected with that, they're like, okay, let's keep this guy. Like, I like what he's doing. I like what he's doing. And then once I dropped the offer, they're like, oh yeah. So I already like him. I already know who and like him. Now I just need to see a little bit more. I just need one more step for him. Instead of like having to go from cold all the way to sold, for instance, like a paid ad, right? Like if you if you just ask someone to buy right off the bat, that's that that that's easy in like the product space. But when you're selling a service, man, it really is like a relationship, and really need to to dig in a little bit more. There is that yeah. huge factor. Yep, exactly. And I think if we if we bring the mindset into that, yeah. don't stop when you're not getting results when you're marketing because it is being effective. It's just you're not getting that instant gratification that we used to have, yeah. you know, and then. You know, if I look now, you know, the way um, whatever we do, whether it's, you know, the landlords are working with or whatever, obviously I'm quite organized where we're tagging everything in active campaigns. So if they ever, you know, download and they're tagged, by the time they've actually committed with us, they've got like quite a lot of tags under their profile. Shows they've like been around a lot of your stuff and they've touched touched base with you and they're following you in in your groups. And um, yeah, it's really important not to get deflated and lose motivation because you're not getting results from your marketing efforts because you, exactly. will be getting results. you just don't know it and they will pay yeah. off if you 
You keep consistent. Yeah, consistency. You said it, man. Consistency is the biggest thing. And it's hard to do that when you feel like you're not getting any traction. But it's not about one post. You know, Mm. one post could definitely help somebody. And it really is about the it's really about trying to get to the 100th post. Like, how do you get so far into that, that when people arrive at your profile, they're like, oh, this dude is committed. This guy knows what he's talking about. This guy uh, has been doing this for a long time. It's it's a big turnoff when you go to someone's profile or business page and there's nothing there. You know, it's it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously they I'm not sure if they can help. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, consistency is so key. So key. Cool. So just to wrap it up, um, what are your top business tips? Give me, give me a few of your top, top tips. Oh man. Um, frameworks are going to be a lot of things. Let's go with number one. Number one is having a really, really good framework for pretty much everything. So we have a framework for content where we're able to just consistently put out more content. When you have what you should be posting every single day already ready and to put out more content, that is what's going to save you. I think that a lot of people try to rely on what's going to happen or like they're like start to think of something the day of. And that can get you so far, but it's going to burn you out really fast. I think that content creation has to do a lot with equal prep, equal amounts of preparation and inspiration, right? So you have to make sure that you're prepared and both and inspired at the same time. So having a preparation for the week, but if something is really inspiring, don't be afraid to like put that right on the next day and then slide the other content down the line. So I think that that would be really good. Um, Personalization um, is number two is making sure that you're really talking one-to-one with somebody. This is so so important being able to help them, even if it's through chat, that's the way we uh, start to book our calls, uh, take clients on is, you know, we, we, we just enter in chat, see if we can help them find out where they are, find out where they want to be and some of the hurdles that they're having in their business so that you can kind of sort of diagnose and have some thoughts and come up with a really good game plan. And then three, just be re be willing to just help. Like uh, I've come at it a few times from like the, Hey, I just want to make a buck. I just want to get the sale. I have to beat my numbers from last month, blah, blah, blah. But it really does come down to, you know, how, what is your message behind what you're saying? If you're always saying, Hey, uh, when do you want to sign up? Like, or, like you, people can really kind of smell that. And uh, it really comes down to like, hey, how are you doing? Where can I help? Like, like, don't be afraid to really dig in and uh, do some, um, you know, pro bono advice here and there for a little while, just so that people you start to build a really good trust relationship and down the line. And that's that's a really hard thing for new entrepreneurs to understand because they want the instant gratification and they see people doing hundred million dollars or they see people doing a million dollar launch or this, this month that you're like, well, that didn't happen just because I just pushed a button. You know, they, that took a lot of time. That took a lot of uh, blood, sweat and tears. And so, um, you know, trust the process, go with it. The first few months are always very difficult and um, you know, uh, just keep on pushing, be consistent and be who you are. Awesome advice. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure, and I thank you once again. I'm not even sure what time it is where you are, but it's probably early morning, I would imagine. It is. It is, yeah. We're at 5.30 a.m. I'm, I'm an early riser. I'm always oh, up at 4 a.m. Yeah. I love it. I get up at 5, so I'm in the same club. So, 
we're, we're at it. it. But, uh, yes. Yeah, no, um, I will catch you on our calls and our group, no doubt, next few weeks. Uh, but absolute pleasure. Uh, and thank you very, very much. I'm sure the uh, listeners have um, been blown away with those tips. And whatever you do do, take them on board and put them in action, you know? Yes. You know, take them on board and put them in action. So thank you very 100%. much, Mark. 100% Lee Ryan. Thank you. Bye-bye. See you.